It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Good evening. Good bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Evening. Yes, he is a French and <laughs> From we, Paris. I mean, Paris, the city of love. We are all about love, dating, romance, and relationships here. Yes. We give advice. Yes. We tell stories. And, uh, you know, you're going to get the romantic advice from Simon. And you're going to get the real girlfriend <laughs> shake you and smack you around advice from me sometimes. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> real romance. All right. So I just want to let everybody know that uh, we're going to take some calls. 855-905-8255. That's our number. The lines are open right now if you need advice tonight. Also, simonandangie.com. That's our website. You can find the email there. If you'd rather send an email asking for advice or, or commenting on the show, please do so. Simon, how was your night tonight? Did you go out? I went out to dinner right before to come here, and I have a question for you. I have a story, Angie. I was out with my friend Sharon. Uh, and you were out with a female? Yes, female like, friend of mine. Just friend? Just friend? Just friend. Okay. I will tell you otherwise. Okay. Just friend, friend for a year. is very successful. Okay. You know, and um, She asked you something that you are so thinking I, about? Yeah, she okay. asked me something about her love life, and then I said, oh, we're going to need to She's ask single. Angie. She's single. Uh, all right, well, I want to know what, what this conversation yeah, is about. I to tell you that. Let me get in your friend's business. Uh, <laughs> we will talk about Simon and Sharon, find out what her deal is next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. 855-905-8255. Lines are open if you need love, dating, romance, relationship advice. Simon, you were at dinner with a girlfriend of yours tonight. Not a girlfriend, but a friend a who's friend a of female. Mine. Yes. And she asked you a love question. Actually, what, she, what happened? She asked me that for you and I. So here's to set it up. Sharon, late 30s, very successful, okay. single. Um, she is looking to buy a new condo mm-hmm. here in town, mm-hmm. uh, has uh, met a realtor. She likes him. And I said, what do you mean you like him? And she said, I like him, like him. Oh, she likes him, likes him. She has a crush on him. She has a crush on him. Is he single? He, he's single. He's never mentioned any wife. He has no rings. Never, okay. Okay. So he picked her up in his own car. Uh, where Wait. She, hold on. He picked her up to look at condos? To look at condos. Okay, that's normal. Right. But she said it's the first time somebody comes at your house, picks you up with a car. I've had that happen with female real estate agent. It yeah. happens. Uh, yeah. So for her, it's the first time. Then they talk. They get along great in the car. They see this and that. And during the ride, he said to her, he said, you know, tomorrow at 4.30, uh, I have a yoga class, and it's great, and maybe you would like to come with me. And mm. when she said that, mm-hmm. she said, Simon, do you think... He asked me that because he's into mm-hmm. me or because I don't know how to read the signal, she said, or it's just kind of a way to get to know each other. And he knows, you know, she's- why does he need to get to know anything other than her uh, budget and what she wants, how many bedrooms and what neighborhood she wants? What, what, this is what I think. Simon, can I tell you? Sharon, Sharon, are you listening? Sharon, your real estate agent wants to downward dog. Um, The only other reason he would bring her to a yoga studio is if he was selling her a yoga studio. So, I mean, he likes her. So, exactly. So, she wanted to know. So, you say he likes her. (laughs) But she said, why? And it's not just him. He said, lately, men don't ask you on dates and you don't know anymore. So, it's a yoga class. Why he didn't just- She's not used to- Yeah. 
being asked face to face on a date. Is that, that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is why instead of asking her to yoga class, uh-huh. they barely know each other, and she doesn't know if she wants to be dressing He's up. He's protecting those himself just in case she says no, because then he could say, "Well, well it wasn't really a date. Did they have a conversation about yoga prior? Like, she's yeah, a, is she like, a yogi?" She, and they were talking she, about yoga. She loves yoga. And so, but then, still, like, I still so, would be taken aback if, on a professional level. If you go to do your taxes and your CPA is like, hey, let's go to yoga, I would be like, what? It has nothing to do with what we're doing. So my take was he wants to see you in tight clothes. No question. Oh, yeah. He wants you to see him. He wants to see how bendy you are, Sharon. (laughs) Yes. She she showed me a picture of him, a good looking fellow. Uh And then I and she said, but I just can't read the sign. And, And oh, that's a sign. Is that a sign? It just it's just yes. about ulala or is beca- no no because if it were just about ulala, he would use a different approach. I think he would try to hit on her more aggressively because he wants something else. The fact that he's t- yoga is a very personal spiritual thing between a yogi and you know the yogi master or the class or whatever it is. So for him to know that she is a yogi and say, hey, let's go to this class together. It's not like saying, hey, I'm going to get my car washed. You want to come with me? It's I'm going to yoga. This is a personal, you know, deep thing for me. He wants her a part of it. And so absolutely she's being asked out. Do you think she should go? Yes. Let's let's talk more. I have a different opinion on this one. Oh, I want to know what you told her. Oh, no. Don't screw this up, Simon, for your friend. Don't I did not. I did not tell her. Okay, I'm well, going to tell you. Oh, okay, tell me. I'm going to tell you. I didn't tell her. Okay, I said we're going to talk about it with Angie. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear what you say next on the Rendezvous. Welcome back to the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Let's jump right into Simon and your friend Sharon. Sharon uh-huh. yes. Sing- your friend Sharon is single. Yes. She told you at dinner earlier tonight. Yes. She's looking for a condo. Has a real estate agent that she finds attractive. Yes. He asked her to attend a yoga class with him. This has nothing to do with finding this condo, right? Nothing at all. They're both single. They're both adults. I think he's absolutely like interested. Simon, what did what did you what so, do you think is going on? Here's as a man I think, it's like asking a woman to go swimming with him. Why we do that is to see you in your tight. So definitely, there's you think visual this is interest. Just like- but it's a fabulous trick. But it's not a trick. If let's say you're single and a man says to you, "Do you want to go to the swimming pool with me?" The day you meet a realtor or CPA, that, you go that is sw- aggressive because th- right. it, I feel like this is different. This is working out basically together, and it's also a spiritual thing for people that are really into yoga. He's not saying, "Hey, tomorrow let's go to Victoria's Secret and I want to see you model some lingerie." Like that so, to me is aggressive. This to me is something that they both enjoy it's a hobby it's a sport it's their religion in a way they want to do it together and i think that's really cool i understand but i feel it's too soon it's it, the first time they so meet. tell her to wear baggy clothes to yoga class so i just think it'd be better to go to coffee <laughs> wow. to get to wow. know because i feel my friend listen here mr is romantic f- you are squashing well, I'm protecting her i, I don't... think you want sharon that's no, what no, i think no, 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 no. are you a hot for sharon no, i don't have hot you're for sharon. jealous are you jealous no, I love do you want to see sharon in yoga pants no i want to protect sharon from falling into a trick you, of a player you're protecting her from falling in love like she's not dumb but she doesn't know the signal if does, the signals are not clear i always say don't forget what that means does she like him she finds him attractive let her live Sharon, go for it. That's what I say. (laughs) More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Give us a call, 855-905-8255. We'll take your questions. We got advice next.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships, advice, questions. Bring them. Simon and mm-hmm. I, we are ready for you. We Eight, are here. Yes. 855-905-8255. We've had a call on hold. Simon, I want to pick up here. Uh, Beachwood Village, Kentucky on Louisville's 100.5 Kiss FM. Here is Robin. Hi, Robin. Bonjour. Hey. Hey. Hey, Robin, bonjour. You need some advice. What's going on, Robin? <laughs> uh, well, my boyfriend thinks that we should share our social media passwords with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really weird. I don't know what to do. Let me ask you a few facts. How long have you been dating? For about a year. A year. Um, and so do you both have all like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, we have everything. And he, so he just wants to know all the passwords. Do you want to know all his passwords or it's just coming I, from him? No, I have okay. no interest. He wants to know mine. Perfect. All right, Simon, mm-hmm. you and I are both kind of, I feel like, on point when it comes to privacy and things mm-hmm. like that. But, um, Robin, we're going to give you our answer. And um, if you can hold on, we'll be back with Robin. Boyfriend wants the passwords after a year on all the social media. That includes reading all the DMs. That includes reading, you know. Absolutely. It, like That's my girlfriend right. and I share a lot of like DM stuff on right. social that I don't want my husband reading. Not because anything bad is going on. It might be their personal dramas that they won't wouldn't want my husband to read you know what i mean so mm-hmm. let's uh when we come back answer robin yes about passwords on the rendezvous welcome back to the rendezvous with simon and angie we have our caller robin on the line in kentucky thanks robin for hanging on by the way yes. um so robin's issue simon is that her boyfriend of a year mm-hmm suddenly has said, hey, I want all your passwords mm-hmm. for social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So he'll be he'll have access to what she says, what the DMs are, and she's wondering if she should give them up. Is that does that about sum it up, Robin? That totally sums it up. Okay. So Simon, what's your uh, advice? Uh, before my advice, uh Robin, after a year did something happen that he has a reason, a crisis, a drama, something happened that would justify him to ask you out of the blue, all those passwords? Not that I know of. Um, okay. He's always been a little bit of a jealous guy. And this is, yeah. Um, yeah. That's That was where, Simon, you, you nailed it because I was like, he's exhibiting some serious control that's and trust it. issues. And I didn't know if it was warranted, like maybe there was some cheating in your relationship or something that had happened before. But if there's never been an issue with you personally... He's got control issues. Oh, he does. I mean, so, a thousand percent. So to answer the question, um, I believe each of us have the right of privacy. Yes. I believe that uh, our messages to, for instance, our friends, our families, our brother, sister, yes. are, are not always our partner, husband, wife business. Mm-hmm. There's things that's just between two people. If you lose this space for privacy, Robin, you lose a possibility of expressing things that is just between you and that person. We mm-hmm. need all of us need that space. Mm-hmm. My parents have been married for 52 years and they each have their own computer. They would never ask each other. They trust each other. They don't need to control each other. Right. It's privacy is privacy. Like you said, we're all entitled. It's the same reason we keep the door shut when we go to the bathroom. I love my husband, but I don't need him in every single detail well of my life. It, and we don't have each other's passwords because we give each other that respect. So you are entitled to that privacy if your boyfriend wants to see what's going on on social media, he's your friend on Facebook, right? He's your friend on Twitter. He can read what's publicly out there, but he wants access to your DMs. Right and on. that 
is very intrusive. It's not acceptable, no. Robin. So you say ha- no. Say no. You will help him, by the way, by saying no. You show him limits. It's like a yes. kid who wants everything in the kitchen and his parents give him everything so he doesn't right. yell or cry. Right. You have to say no. Not only say no, but also when you say no, watch how he reacts to that. If he becomes irate and okay. demands it, you know what you're dealing with. And that's a huge okay. red flag because that's the tip of the iceberg, honey. I, I think this is good advice because my intuition says not to. And I really, I didn't like that he initially asked to do that. And he was ready to give me his passwords as if I wanted them. And I like, I didn't really even care to have them. But, you know, I think that he gets really jealous when he sees the same guys over and over again mm-hmm. liking my Well, that's, that's, that's about him. It's not about you. Yeah. You're not doing anything wrong. That's his insecurity, and you don't have to give up your privacy to placate your boyfriend's insecurity. Okay? Yeah. Yes. Agreed. All right. Well, thank you so much. Stand firm on that, girl, and let us okay. know how it goes. Okay? Yes. It's a key for the future. It is, really. Um, thank you so firm. much. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Robin, thank you. You give that up. You're going to give up a lot of stuff that you don't want to give up. It takes control over you. Exactly. All right. Thank you so much for calling the rendezvous. Hopefully we helped you with that. 855-905-8255. If you need some advice, Simon Mm -hmm. and Angie, next. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had Robin on the line who called in about advice about her boyfriend wanting all the passwords on her social. Uh-huh. And Simon and I, you and I are very adamant. 100%. Don't Same give page. Them. Yes. Like trust needs to be there. That's your privacy. Jill, you brought up a great que- or a great point actually as to what people will say is a rebuttal when you say no. Yeah, of course. Like you say to say no, but then the other person is going to say, well, then what are you hiding? Why can't I right. have your password? And that's always what people are saying because that's the easy way to like twist the knife. It's like, oh, you're, it's a very manipulative thing to say, by the way. Oh, you must be hiding something. It's like, I'm not hiding anything. Listen, if somebody's going to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you. You'll find out eventually. It'll all come out in the wash. Okay, having a password is not going to prevent somebody from cheating is what I'm trying to say. That, to me, is an issue of control. So what you say is, I am me. I'm not asking you for your password. Live your life. If you don't trust me, maybe this isn't the relationship for us. If you don't trust me, don't be with me. Don't be with me. Plain and simple. Right on, Simon. All right, more of The Rendezvous next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Yes. Love dating, romance, relationships. Simon Marcel, our French romantic. And you, Angie Tello. Thank you. A beautiful you. American, but very oh. real oh. woman here in the house. Get all kinds of advice on your life here. 855-905-8255. Speaking of that, someone needs advice on the phone. Let's go to Sailorville, <laughs> Iowa. Thank you. On now, 105.1. Um, hi, Derek. How are you? Bonjour. Hi. Um, so Derek, Simon and I thank you for calling. What is your question? Well, I've, uh, been single for a long time and I'm kind of financially strapped and, um, I kind of wanted some advice on asking women out or even some advice for cheaper dates and kind of a way to, to, to ask to go on like a cheaper date without seeming like a real cheap guy. (laughs) (laughs) I understand what you're saying. So you want a date. And, um, of course, we, we would love to wine and dine and glam everybody out that we take on a date and impress them as much as we can. Yeah. Uh, but life happens. We all get in situations where money is tight, but that doesn't mean that we don't want to still go out and date. So, Simon, we've had conversations before about 
um, how to make a romantic date on mm-hmm. a budget. So let's, when we come back, if yeah. you can hang on, Derek. Yeah, yeah. Um, Simon and I, I know we have ideas for you. So when we return, how to wine and dine on a budget next mm-hmm. on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we have a call that just came in to 855-905-8255, The Rendezvous, Love Dating Romance. We have Derek on the line who is still with us from Iowa. Hey, Derek. Hey, Derek. Thank- yeah, thanks for hanging on. So Derek is basically saying, hey, I'm single and strapped, meaning I am single. I want to take women on dates, ask them out, but I don't have a ton of money to spend. How do I finagle these dates when I really want to impress a girl, but I don't have the means to do so at this moment? Simon, we've talked a lot about being romantic. It does not require a lot of money. Can you give him some suggestions? Yes. I mean, Derek, uh, thanks for your call. What is romantic is creating an enchanting feeling in somebody in front of you. And for that, it's not uh, the brand name of a restaurant that makes it romantic. It's not a brand. It's the destination, the experience. For instance, you got to know uh, what she likes to eat, and maybe you cook it yourself. You got to pay attention to her. You got to make it feel it's special for her. If you can't afford it, cook it. If you don't know how to cook it, you can find online all the recipe. So you're going to do something extraordinary because most of us guys do not do the cooking like this. If you don't want to cook, you can always go to a park and take a walk. And if she likes to drink a special drink, get that special drink. If you can't buy it all, buy one thing. But with that one thing you know from her Mm -hmm. that she loves. And that's how you start a romantic date. You don't have to have the whole package. You have to have a little piece of the package. Do you know what women really find, Derek, to be the best part of a date? I'm going to ask a question in regard to that because I'm actually a pretty good cook. But does it seem too forward now for that to be a first date, for you to ask a woman to come to your house? Well, you you don't have to do it at your house. You don't have to do it at your house, Simon. Isn't that what exactly. you're saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, 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 you can do prepare, a picnic. You picnic, can do a location. You can go anywhere. You can go, you know, even in a museum where there's places, sometimes a cafeteria. You know, art galleria, sometimes you can eat on the side and buy just a drink. Right. So that's an option. If you cook, that's an option. Angie said that she was going to give us another oh, tip. Oh, yeah. I, I was just going to say, like, I think that one of, at least every date that I've been on, the, the thing I remember most from a date is a conversation. Yeah. So, and that's free. Okay, so really when you're with a woman, especially a woman loves to, there's no conversation that we love more the topic than ourselves. So ask her about her life, (laughs) ask her about her hopes, her dreams, her friends, her family, Mm -hmm. her job, where do you want to travel? What's your favorite band? Like get those deep conversations. That is such a meaningful date because you can go to a movie, you don't talk at all. And what do you remember from that date? You remember the movie. You don't remember the person that you're with. You can go to dinner and yeah, it's super fancy and we got the most amazing lobster and steak and whatever. But what's really important is the connection that you make, and that's free. Yeah, it's to get to know the person that makes them feel safe yes. and enchanted and the, the the object of your attention in a loving way, in a romantic way. I mean, Simon, you've told a beautiful story a few times about a conversation you had on a park bench in Paris with a woman. So that, yeah, that's... That, I love that. One of my best and, 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 and also in not, New York Not that you have to go to Paris. It no, like but, Simon. It would no, always be I know, well, right. talking but, about like dog food and it would Exactly. But, but they lived in Paris. That was the thing. You live in, you know, and Iowa. There, I'm sure there's a beautiful place in Iowa where you take a girl. There's always one bench there's somewhere. There's a couple of really nice hiking trails near me that are there marked. There you go. Right about now, that's not exactly the best option when it's... Okay. You know, so it's winter. How about you go... 
ice skating. How about you find something, um, you know, to do outside? Like, hey, let's let's go yeah. for a drive. Let's stop and talk. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's find, get to know each other. All you need to find is the visual of the bench. It could be the ice skating. It could be any place you can talk. Yeah. And it's public place, safe place. And, and after that. Yeah. If you go for a drive and say, you know what? I just want to drive somewhere beautiful with you. We'll drive somewhere. We'll stop. You have a little um, basket full of the, like the food that you made for her. And then you have this conversation like, I made you this meal. I know, I know yeah. you like this food. I like to cook. I want to do something for you. And I want to get to know you. Mm-hmm. No girl is going to say, oh, this was so cheap. She's going to say, this is so romantic. He is interested in he's, me. He's paying attention yes. to me. Tailor yes. it to her to make her Exactly. We wish you the you. best of luck. Yeah, just make it about her. Okay? Yes. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate your time. Of course. Good luck. And thank you for calling The Rendezvous. More next with Simon and Angie. Thanks for checking out The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships. Um, And it comes in all forms, the questions of, hey, I need help. I need advice, Simon. Mm -hmm. Um, We get a lot of stuff that comes on email, simonandangie.com. Yes. Simon and Angie is also all our social media platforms. That's how you can find us, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And we have a Twitter DM, a direct message. Somebody slid into the DMs with a question, Simon. Okay. That I wanted to bring up. Um... This user, I will not use their handle, says, how important is passion in a long-term relationship? Is it normal if it fizzles out? So everybody talks about you have to preserve the passion, preserve the sexy in your relationship, especially if you're together for years and years and years. Um, I will say this. uh, My husband and I are in a very, like weird place because it was the holidays we had family over and also um that we're moving and so we have a lot of stuff going on right now i'm calling it dry january is a term dry january means you're not drinking in the month of january Mm -hmm. dry january for me simon is meaning something a little else um my husband and i I have been together for 10 years so i want to know simon what you say to this if you think it's normal for passion to fizzle out and what you should do to make it fizzle back up, all right? Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie on our platforms for social media, Simon and Angie as well. We got a Twitter DM, that's why I mentioned that, because a direct message from a listener Mm -hmm. who had a question saying, hey, how important is passion in a long-term relationship? Is it normal if it fizzles out? Long-term relationships... Simon, they're going to ebb and flow, right? Absolutely. You roll the tides. Like, things happen. You go through up cycles, down cycles, back and forth. Um, So, yes, I think it's normal. What do you say to get it back? You know, I'll refer to my sister, Judith, who uh, is a therapist and who uh, was married for 17 years, then got a divorce. The passion was gone. And it was gone, she said, because the daily chores, the constant lack of privacy, she said, the fact that you become just parents Mm -hmm. and you lose erotism, passion because you don't have any space in your mind or in your daily time mm-hmm. to just create a space and time for you, that. And that you just said the magic word. No. There wasn't an effort to create the time for that. Meaning if you need the fizzle, if you need, if this is what is lacking in your relationship, you have to find time to bring it back because it's not just going to come magically back on its own. So you have to create the time it, to bring it back in. Exactly. It doesn't come back magically. Right. It never came back for her. And she learned from that that once the passion is gone, right, you are in major trouble. So don't wait the end of the rope. 
Don't let it go on so Watch long. Watch the signals. Right, right, right. And I think in the name of being a good mom or a good dad, people sometimes forget that if you're not good couple, right. the family is going to explode. If mom and dad ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. That's the way it goes. Exactly. Okay. So be careful. So to, Yes, and to answer your question, Take it is normal for it to fizzle out. It's abnormal for you to not try to fix it. And then everything falls apart. So do whatever you have to do yes. to bring the fizzle back. Bring back the romance. We ebb and flow. That's long term, right? Okay. Yes. Nothing's as sexy as it is week one, but no. we can always bring it back. All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So Simon Marcel, bonjour. Bonsoir. Angie bonsoir. Bonjour, bonjour. Hello, hello. That is our French romantic. This is a show about romance and dating and relationships. Yes. And, you know, we get so many emails at simonandangie.com and we get a lot of voicemails too that come in when we're yeah, not here. We do. So don't feel like just because we're not on the air at that moment that you can't be heard because we will answer your voicemails as well. You can call anytime, 855-905-8255. If we're not here right now, you leave a message and we will get back to you or we will read your problem on the air or listen to your problem. And that being said, I want to get to this voicemail. So let's listen to Leo right now. It's a date or dump. dump. Hey, Simon and Angie. This is Leo and I'm calling to play date or dump. I've uh, been with my girlfriend for about six months now, and every time I sleep over her place, I have to sleep on the couch so that her dog can sleep in the bed. Uh, it's a rescue dog, apparently has a lot of anxiety, and she just refuses to have the dog sleep on the couch, even though I see the dog sleeping on the couch during the day all the time, so I'm trying to think maybe it's not really about the dog, I don't know. Uh, she never wants to sleep over my place, doesn't want to leave the dog alone. And I'm just wondering if I should give her an ultimatum, if I should stick it out or what. Because, I mean, I don't really see how this is going to work out long term. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Wow. I can say in my 22 plus years of radio, I've never, ever heard somebody call up and say, I can't sleep in the bed. Because the dog is. I have to sleep on the couch. Simon, six months in, this is the sexy time in your relationship, right? Six months. Like, we should still be, like, hot and heavy. There should be no uh, reason he cannot sleep in the bed. Leo, yes. I mean, for me, it's a dump. Uh, you cannot create a strong, loving relationship if your girlfriend prefers to sleep with the dogs in her bed. I mean, this the separation is so clear. So you can be friends, but there's no future in this relationship, right? I mean, I'm just like a bastard. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm to be honest, like a bastard too. Listen, I would say to Leo, <laughs> I have okay. I he mentioned that it's a rescue dog, and he thinks that maybe she's trying to, you know, comfort the dog because it's not used to I, um, being in a home. I have two rescue dogs, right? Um, and I love them dearly. And yes, there is an anxiety that comes with dogs that have been shipped around from kennels to mills to shelters. And when they're finally in a loving home, there's a transitional period. It's been six months that you guys have been dating. I don't know how long she's had the dog. Um, however, there's so many other ways to make the dog feel secure. Let the dog stay in the room, but the dog is in the dog bed. Let the dog, you know, be around mom all day and, and find other ways to comfort. There's so many other ways. I feel like um, maybe she's not in tune with what, what you know, they really need. 
but you need to be more in tune with what your mate needs right now. <laughs> I wouldn't I say d- dump, though, Simon. I know you're saying dump. I, I, I do. I, I think it's because... loving and sweet that she wants to care for the dog. I am a oh, dog sure. person, so my heart kind of goes out to that. But I'm also a, a human person and a relationship person. And my heart is also saying, hey, listen, your relationship is very important. So she needs to learn the ways to make this dog feel comfortable in a way that it's not in bed every night. Yes, usually I'm the romantic. This one, you're more romantic than I. I just think it's too late on this one. I think I if don't. I'm Leo, I think you don't because after six months, the the dog is still sleeping well, with, with my. There needs to be a serious conversation. She maybe just doesn't know yet, and somebody <laughs> needs to tell her. There's Angie, I love you. Gotta cut the cord a little bit. <laughs> but if, if I'm Leo, I'm the boyfriend. I, I'm I'm out. I'm, you know, I'm, I want somebody who wants to doggy. sleep with me at night. I know the doggy. If exceptionally, can, can they not, both? Can they all sleep together? Are we in a twin bed? Can't we get a king bed? We all sleep together. How about that? Uh, how can we make love then? Will you make love and then the doggy comes in? I don't know. I feel I'm like it's hard for me to call that one. Simon says dump. I say Angie says, have a conversation and figure it out. And if she refuses, oh then goodness. yes, dump. If she refuses, I say dump. Down the but yeah, there should be a light buzz. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Adam, like, uh, engineer. Uh, half in, ring, half buzz. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. All right. All right, more of the rendezvous next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for listening tonight. Romance, relationships, all of that. The Rendezvous, mm-hmm. the ooh-la-las. If you missed anything, please check out our podcast, simonandangie.com. We had a lot of great topics tonight. Simon, we started off the show with your friend's story about her realtor asking her to yoga. Is this a Should- genuine relationship ask out or just like a wanting to do something else? Exactly. Um, also, what to do when passion fizzles in long-term relationships. That came from a Twitter direct message. Our Twitter also, Simon and Angie, and mm-hmm. all of our social platforms. And then sharing passwords in a relationship. Robin called us at 855-905-8255 to ask us, how should I deal with this situation? My boyfriend of a year wants all my passwords. You and I, Simon, are very, very adamant about privacy. Absolutely. You know, you're, the right. you're allowed the modicum of privacy in your relationship. Yes, you are a couple, but you're all individuals as well. And Simon, that's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said, and I mean it, if you don't trust me, don't be with me. Plain and simple. That's it. I mean, without the trust, what are we doing together? Because if you don't trust me, that's not about me. If I haven't given you a reason for pause, if you don't trust me, there's something else in you. That's not about me. Then don't be with me. Don't punish me for somebody else's mistakes. Don't try to control me. Don't try to control me. I love that. Yes. Thank you, Simon. That is the lesson. All right. More of The Rendezvous tomorrow. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. And we'll chat with you about love the next time. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.